Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. G'day, guys! Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to take a deep dive into some waiver wire and free agent options for draft grand finals this week. I've got Steve from the Supercoach Playbook joining me in just a couple of seconds. I will let you know that during this recording, uh, he had a blackout in his apartment block, so it was complete and utter chaos. We had to change the way we were recording, change a heap of things. So you will hear the audio change throughout. And apologies if the audio isn't fantastic. As I said, we did have all those issues, but the content is really good. And if you are in a draft grand final this week, fingers crossed this will help you. I think there is a heap of opportunity on the free agency and on the waiver wire this week. Best of luck if you are in a grand final. Let me know which of these guys you end up going with and let me know if you win at the end of the weekend too. Always good to celebrate with my listeners and my followers when they do get a dub in their draft comp. For me, it's my favourite part of Supercoach. Probably one of my favourite parts of Rugby League realistically. So love to share that with you guys. Send me a message if you do get a W this weekend. Down the block. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, I've had a lot of you message me over the last 24 hours or so that are in draft grand finals this week for Supercoach, and it has been complete and utter fucking chaos on team list this week. So many guys rested, injuries, suspensions, you name it. It's all happened this week, and a lot of people playing in their grand final. The waiver wire is where they're going to have to do their best work, and potentially more importantly, on your free agency list. And I think what makes this week so interesting is that Obviously, there's only two of you in the grand final, so you're not competing with eight other dudes for these guys. So all the extra guys that are relevant now that were completely irrelevant last week, they become so important. And joining me tonight to discuss this, I've got Steve from the Supercoach Playbook. Stevie, welcome back, mate. Thanks, mate. Good to be here again. Mate, what a week it's going to be. We're not playing in a grand final this week because we both fucking suck ass, but I am so (laughs) jealous of the guys that are because this has just got... Obviously, it's got chaos written all over it, but it's also got potential written all over it doesn't it i completely agree with you a lot of people like complain about the restings and you know a lot of draft comms have their grand final in round 24 and you know i can see the the positives in that but like the the, the excitement you get from like the potential there is here um i'd love to be in the grand final especially um with the so many so many players they can choose from Oh, mate, this is where real draft players, they should be absolutely loving this week. This is the opportunity to show what you actually know, isn't it? 
yeah, we're being in the, the dark depression cave at the moment, but um, this is what you live for. Pay where, rent you know, in the dark depression cave, mate. Good far out. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, I just got through your um, Red Rover podcast and I was secretly loving it, a bit of fist bumping it every time. Yeah, no, I'd rather um, not talk about that. But, yeah. <laughs> felt sorry for yourself. I was going, yes. yes. Now, mate, let, let's help the people this week. Yeah. Uh, when I have a look at these games, the first thing that stands right. out to me I'll is... I'll get out of my depression. Yeah. Game number one, the Canberra Raiders and the Sydney Roosters. For me, I think the Raiders, they're obviously playing for their season. The Roosters, obviously missing troops, but coming off a big loss to South Sydney. Uh, I, I, I just, For me, this has just got trouble written all over it as far as Supercoach goes. Is there anyone that stands out here for you, or what, what are you thinking? When I first uh, saw Matt Ikevalu join the team list, I got pretty excited. But then I just thought, like you said, the Raiders are playing for their season. They haven't been the greatest, but they seem to be a bit grindy in the last eight weeks. They're not they're not leaking as many points, and they're just grinding a lot of games. And this could be a, potentially a, one of the old school eighteen fourteen games. Now, when you mention Ikevalu, it makes me think about as well. We should mention that obviously some of these guys that you think are going to be available on your free agency or waiver wise. People would have taken them to the grave last week as potential guys to keep. I actually opened my team this afternoon. Turns out I I had Ikevalu. I didn't even realize I still had him. So some of these guys, you'll probably be surprised. You're expecting them there and they're not. And Ikevalu is a classic example. But yeah, this game, mate, I just don't see much in it either way. I don't see a heap of points being scored. I think whoever you take out of this is going to be a bit of a punt. We move to the Cronulla Sharks and the Melbourne Storm. Uh, a couple of guys here that I don't mind. Uh, we, we we spoke personally about Marion Seve a few weeks ago, a guy that, I mean, I think he scored a try the other week and got about 55. So uh, it could be a little bit of a trap there. But, I mean, this Melbourne team, it really could be anything. Probably the name that stands out for me there is the second rower, Aaron Penne. I've got really high hopes for him. But once again, they're playing the Cronulla Sharks, who are playing for their season here. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Seve, he's... he's- Every time he gets his opportunity, you, you think, oh, great, i got a piece of this Storm uh, back line. But he always seems to disappoint me whenever I've got him. Um, I don't know much about Penne, though. Tell me about him. Yeah, oh, I'm a big fan of him. He's signed for the New Zealand Warriors for next year. I've always thought he's more of a middle forward, to be honest with you, than a yeah. second rower. But, um, I mean, the other thing that I like about him is the fact that Harry Grant sitting on the bench, as is Riley Jacks at the moment. The other guys are Jordan Grant, who hasn't played a heap of footy, and Tepai Moroa, who... I mean, he, he hasn't been playing reserve grade or anything, obviously. So I do see a lot of big minutes for these forwards. The other guy that I yeah. like that I assume someone's been holding for a long time, but Tui Kamakamika, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's huge, yeah. Yeah, and obviously with the two hookers there, that's massive for him. Uh, I look over at the Sharks, though, and one of our favourites, he's probably the standout for me. Tell us about Tyke <laughs> Wilton. Well, I call him Teague. I don't know what his actual name is, but uh, um, he's such a workhorse. I can't believe how well he's gone this season even when he was playing the centers he just gets through so much work and um he's not that he's he's coming his lines are coming uh, along as well he's starting to get some real attacking opportunities um when i first saw him i just thought he's just going to get through work but he's starting to look really um threatening um attacking wise i'm not sure how it'll go against the storm but um you could he would be a high up there in one of my picks just going back to the storm though quickly um one of my boys uh, got named again. I thought he was gone for the season. George Jennings. Um, he's going to probably play that right wing. And with Munster out, um, 
Hines will have a role, but you just think that a lot of that ball will go right to Hughes and George will get an opportunity and Pappy can swing across if he gets some of his confidence. Um, he's one I could, I could potentially look at. That's a good shout, George Jennings. I like that. Uh, back to back to Wilton quickly. And if you were to go him, I mean, I'm assuming by having a look at that team, he's going to play close to 80. You know he's going to base that 50-odd points. He has got the potential to score a try. Even though it is the Melbourne Storm, if you needed a half, as there's been a heap that have been rested this week, half and five eights, would you consider Matty Moylan or Braden Trindle to pair up with him? Yeah, I would definitely go Trindle. I was looking at him um, in one of my um, uh, my drafts a few weeks ago, and he hasn't gone under. He's gone under 47 once since he came into the halfback role. Um, I know it's against the Storm, but he's also gone over 100 twice as well. So um, he has that big game in him. He's kicking goals um they're playing for their season um he's not the worst shout um and he has the he has the potential not to let you down as well mate moving to the next game we've got the Parramatta Eels taking on the Panthers uh the Parramatta Eels they're resting a heap of guys here it's a completely new York new look team of course Penrith Panthers they're pretty much full strength here so there's a couple of guys that stand out to me on this Parramatta lineup but geez I'm just not sure if they're going to score any points probably Probably the name that stands out for me, and it's a huge punt, but it probably is Bryce Cartwright here. If he plays yeah. decent minutes there, it's a gamble. But I don't know. He seems to have improved a lot this year. He's playing his old club. It's an opportunity to show Brad Arthur what he can do. Mate, could we be in uh, Cardi Party territory here? Uh, I definitely think if you're up against like a Turbo in your grand final or a Teddy or something like that, you need someone like a Bryce Cartwright in your um, in your team. If you're up against like a high-scoring player that you're, you're underdog in. You need Cardi for the miracle. He could get you 20-30, but he has looked better, and surely he's going to get some minutes. And, you know, he could go bigger than anyone on mate, his day. Mate, if Parramatta were playing, say, Canterbury, what are we saying about Bryce this week? We'd have to be excited, wouldn't we? Oh, God. I feel like I'm living in 2016, Bryce, because I still, I still get excited about him. But um, I, I really, really over-egg the he could go bigger than anyone just beforehand, but he could, he could pull out a few tries. So he had that crazy game where he ran onto the field and he scored a try. Um, so, and then set up one like in 20 minutes. So he has the potential, but yeah, with that, with that understrength Parramatta side against full strength um, Penrith side, um, you have to be desperate to go in, but he could pull it out. The only other, I mean, this Penrith side, I don't think many of these guys are going to be available realistically. You might get lucky with maybe a Paul Momorowski, maybe like a Scotty Sorensen who, I mean, if they do get up a heap, I wouldn't be shocked if the Panthers rest, you know, a kick out or a cable in the back end. You could see Sorensen play decent minutes, but... What uh, about what about one of the guys we keep um, swapping around in our comp, um, Moses Leota? What do you think about him? For He could go pretty low. He can go 38, but you're liking for a try this weekend? I don't mind Leota, mate. Uh, obviously, that Penrith Panthers team, it's pretty stacked this week. I would assume that the guys that are going to get a break, he's probably not one of them realistically, so I don't mind it. But I've I, I got to tell you, I'm not filled with confidence unless Appy Curacao plays the full 80 minutes to get in that attacking upside. Do you think Appy will? Obviously, you got Tyrone May on the bench there. How do you see it playing out? That's fair. Uh, uh, Appy probably won't play the 80. And, um, I think Tyrone May will come in as a middle forward um, and potentially still time from Moses as well as playing that Appy role. Um, I think, yeah, Appy will play... He played, I think he played 65 minutes last week. Um, and I think May... Spent some time at Hooker and at um, floating around in the forward pack. 
But let's move to the Super Saturday games. It kicks off 3 p.m. Saturday with the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Newcastle Knights. Uh, mate, I, I, I kind of feel like the Knights, they've been playing well the last few weeks, but they haven't been overly impressive. I don't mind the Broncos here, to be honest with you. It's going to be Alex Glenn's last game. It is going to mean something to them. It's also Anthony Milford's last game at the club as well. And the guys that stand out for me are probably those halves, Anthony Milford and Albert Kelly. I give them a really good shot to score well this week. What are your thoughts on those two? Oh, for sure. We all thought it was going to be Bulldog season a few weeks back. It's like Broncos season. They're playing really well. Um, and like you said, the Knights, they've been pretty good defensively, but, you know, they've rested a few people. And um, I think the Broncos can really um, take it to them. And you mentioned those two halves. Albert Kelly scored 47 in base last week. That's unbelievable. Um, he's always, he's been very solid. I think he's averaging 61 um, points per game. And that's including 20 minutes off the bench since he's come into this Broncos side. So uh, I really love him. He looks really, he doesn't look like he did when he first came to the league, but explosive um, halfback. He just looks really solid. He's got a great kicking game. He's setting up tries. Um, and if you like Milf, I, I, I was personally a little bit burnt by Milf. Um, I held a little bit of a grudge to him to what he did to my season a few years ago, but um, he does look good in the last two weeks. I just think he has a lower floor than Kelly. I think as well, there's probably a little bit of potential in this Broncos forward pack. If I have a look at their bench, they got David Mead and Corey Pakes in there. So only Reese Kennedy and TC Rabati on the bench. I mean, a guy like Ethan Bullimore starting in the front row, does he tickle your fancy at all? He he, he looks good when he's, he's on, but his minutes are sort of floating all over the place. Um, I really like uh, Ricky. I mean, Flegler's out of the side now, so Bullimore could, could get some more of those minutes. But... Um, Ricky's quite available. He's the one I really want in that forward pack. He's, he's available in well the league. I think he's um, 34% owned. Um, so if he's out there, definitely pick him up. When we have a look at this night side, mate, obviously a couple of guys missing. Chris Randall comes into this team, but Phoenix Crossland is on the bench, so kind of makes him a little bit irrelevant. The other one is Mitch Barnett out. Brody Jones comes into the second row. Is he one that interests you? Yeah, he's looked good when he, when he does get that second row spot, but there is always the issue if there's an injury somewhere else. He'll, he'll be the first one to move to the centres um, and he'll score pretty poorly. Um, the other thing to remember with this night side is a lot of people would have had uh, Tuala and been relying on him um, with, with Ponga. Um, if they do rest Ponga, which is a chance, there's a bit of whispering that there's a chance they might rest, uh, rest him. Um, just watch out and I wouldn't play him. Mate, let's move to the 5.30 game. We've got the Cowboys taking on the Manly Seagulls. And for me, I just don't think I can possibly go anyone from the North Queensland Cowboys. And then on the other side, I mean, if you can get anyone from the Manly Seagulls, I think it's almost worth a punt, isn't it? Probably, jeez, oh. even the guys on the bench, like Kepi and Paseca they know, and Lawton, they all know their way to the try line. I think any of these 17 could do well. It's even like, it goes far, so far to say that I'd potentially pick up Suli just for the chance he might play. I know it's a long shot, but if he gets that, that shot, like, that's how much you want some of that Manly team. Well, mate, if Suli walks into the starting team, I would take him over every single North Queensland Cowboy player if you gave them a 20-point head start, I think. Like, it's just, it's that sort of a scenario with how Manly's playing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I think if you've got, you're starting in, like, I don't know what center wing people are running with, but you'd almost be a walking start for all your center wingers in any draft comp. Is there anyone from this Cowboy side that I'm missing that, that, that you would consider at all? I did think about the hammer, but, like, against Manly... Um, he's one of those guys that could potentially 
go huge, but he could also go really low. Um, and against Manly, I wouldn't back him. So not really. Is there anyone that you think? No, no one at all. I wouldn't be going anywhere near him. And I think the next game is going to be really interesting. Now, South Sydney, they've rested a heap of guys. You've obviously got Latrell Mitchell out. You've got Adam Reynolds, Damian Cook, Gagai, uh, Liam Knight, Tom Burgess out as well. You've got, you got a heap of guys in the extended uh, that oh, surely we're not expecting to play. Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, AJ, Cody Walker. So a heap of opportunity here. I know that you're very keen on the 5'8", young bloke, Benji Marshall. <laughs> the young fella's still going around. Um, yeah, uh, he, he could go really big. I know they've got a a second string side here, um, the Bunnies, but against the Dragons, um, he could pick them apart. Um, you got to remember, he played really well every time he's been in the South Jersey, and last year he was playing that awful Tigers team. He was one of the best super coach players um, in the 5'8 position. And I think because Benji's there, I think it also makes Jacob Host a little bit more relevant. Normally, that second row outside of Cody. You've got Walker. a little bit of crush on Hosty. No, you know, I, 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 I was a fan of him at the start of the year. I have really gone off him. The only reason why I like him is because you've got Benji there, and he does use uh, that second rower so well. I mean, if you, he, he's obviously not going to be a high end second rower for you, but it wouldn't shock me if he does come up with a try or a line break at some point in this game. Uh, what about the hooker, mate? Uh, we've got Mamazellas, obviously. You got Dean Hawkins on the bench. He, he's a seven, but I think he probably will spend some time at nine. I mean, he is a, a high end guy. Uh, this dummy half. He's obviously got a really good running game. Is he a guy that you, you could be considering? I really like Mama. He's looked strong. I think how many? I don't know how many games play, but the games when Cook was out, um, he looked really. He looked so confident in that role. Um, but with Hawkins on the bench, I look. I look at someone else in the hooker. I just couldn't try. You, you don't know what's going to happen with the minutes. I think you'll play the majority of the minutes, probably 60 minutes. But um, for me, I'm, I'm a bit uh, risk averse in that. Um, what would you do? Would you go in? Uh, well, mate, I was actually lo- looking at the bloke directly opposite him, Bud Sullivan. Now, I'm not sure what he's available yeah. in Supercoach, but I think he's a guy that people You took him to the grave in your one. Is he another one I've taken to the grave with me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I feel bad. He's available at half back, so yeah. He's definitely a he's definitely a good shout because he's a, he's only available at halfback Sullivan and he I looked at his his game last week and he scored quite low for someone playing he played about sixty minutes um, he got like thirty in base but he's just going to go the line any opportunity he gets um, you saw he scored that try um, he's a bit of a goer. And I mean, bag the dragon side all you want. The forward pack is not that bad. Between Laurie, Maguire, Tariq Sims, and Jack DeBellin, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest to see uh, Bud Sullivan get a couple of opportunities. The other guys that stand out for me is obviously the 5'8". Uh, Amon, he's, he's been very impressive the last few weeks, along with uh, Tyrell Sloan. Now, I reckon you're probably at long odds to... Uh, actually, some of these guys might be available realistically. Um, if you could only get one of like Tyrell Sloan or the 5'8", Amon, who would you be going for there? Um, I'd probably go Moan. I've really liked what I've seen from him. He has that like amazing right foot step. Um, he hasn't scored that well in Supercoach. I mean, I think Sullivan's the one over all of them. I think Moan's only available in halfback, and Sullivan's only available in halfback. So I definitely have Sullivan over those those two. Um, but I do like Moan. Um, Sloan Sloan seems he's got the potential. I I, I still think these bunnies spike would turn up. Even like like I said, I really like Benji on the other side and. Um, I still think they can turn up and um, put it to these dragons. 
We, we spoke about uh, front rowers before and trying to find some guys. I'll tell you what, Tavita Totola and Paddy Mago, these are two guys that probably stand out for me. I really like these two. They're two real explosive front rowers. And you have a look at that bench. Hawkins, Tautau Moga, Jed Cartwright, and uh, Mawali, who's the only real front rower on this side. And he's, he's 18 years old. He's only played one, maybe two games of first grade. So Mago and Totola, they look pretty juicy to me. Listen. There's some big minutes. I've always been a fan of Tolle. He's a very consistent footballer, but he's just got to stay healthy. Um, but, yeah, I really like him this week. I've had a few messages about um, Mark Nichols, mate. What do you think about him? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're chasing last week's points. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's been named yeah, as, as the skipper this week, so you would expect some decent minutes there, but he just doesn't have that. I don't know. I would definitely take the other two front rowers before I'm taking Mark Nichols. I'm with you. The other yeah. guy I want to ask you about. Now, we mentioned Benji Marshall. Obviously, he'll play a lot down that left edge, or we assume he will anyway. I mean, Adam Reynolds is out as well, so it could be completely different to what we're expecting. But let's say Benji plays predominantly down the left edge. Braden Burns, uh, a guy that we absolutely loved a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a guy outside of myself get so slow over two years. What are your thoughts on Braden Burns? He had that major knee injury at the end of last year, and... Um... We, we loved him for a short while, but I think that that's a bit of a pastime at the moment. And, you know, Benji Benji sort of does that big play to his um, winger or he goes to his um, second rower. Um, he doesn't use that centre as much as I think um, Cody, Cody would um, or, or even Adam Reynolds. So um, I'd be avoiding Burns. What about Blake Taff? He's the last one that really does interest me at fullback for the Bunnies. He's looked good, hasn't he? In the short time, he, the short um, game time he's got, he's looked really good. Um, he's got a good work rate. Um, he's, he's pretty quick, and he's always around the ball from the few games that I've seen of him. So what do you think about him? Yeah, I really like He's probably the pick of the bunch outside of Benji for me in this South Sydney side. I think if, he's got... If you had a choice, because Blake Taff is only available at five out, apparently. So, um, so would you go Benji or him? No, I think I'd probably go Benji, but geez, you yeah. could. Uh, he he might not be a bad little AE guy, uh, Blake yeah. Taff, if you can work yeah. it out. He he's a good little gamble this week. I I, I think that's yeah. how Sydney team. I mean, it's really hard to to work out how they're going to play against this Dragons team because so many guys missing. But I, I I like them as a sort of target if you can work around Benji. Essentially, if you told me that For you sure. got you got Benji, you got Host, and you got Taff. I really wouldn't hate it. And if you got one of those two front rowers, I think you've done pretty well for yourself there. Yeah. You want, I don't know what side Benji's going to play. I don't know much about this Ilias guy. So uh, you want whatever side he's going to play. And I'm not sure. Um, hopefully we get some mail before the game. Mate, let's move to the Sunday games. We've got the Gold Coast Titans take on the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Titans, <laughs> they are a chance to make the finals, but they might know by the time this game kicks off that they've got no hope at all, which makes this one really interesting. Uh, just have a look at this Titan side. I'm not sure how many guys are going to be available realistically. I mean, I think that whole starting 13, maybe outside of Kevin Proctor, they're all going to be owned by teams somewhere. Uh, no one on the bench standing out that wouldn't be owned from the Titans. Is, is there anyone in this squad that you can see that, oh, I mean, Bo Thormore, but I would suggest in deep leagues he'd be owned by quite a few. I think Thermal is, is still a little bit available. Uh, I had a quick look and he's, he's low on ownership. Um, another guy that sort of uh, people might have missed is Philip Sammy. He's only just come back in this yeah. side, so he might he might be one that's still out there. And he's playing on that left side outside of Kelly, which seems to be getting more of the ball. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think uh, those are the only two, really. 
Yeah, I, I think if you see a, a late change that maybe Toby Sexton comes back in, he might be available in some comps. Let me ask you what this. What happened to him? Oh, he fucking looks so good. God knows. I ate the coach's lunch or something. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> um, the, the, the one I'm going to throw at you, and it, it, it looks more than likely it's going to be his last ever game of first grade. Anthony Don is in Jersey 21. If he comes into this side, do you consider him? I mean... He never looks impressive, but he always seems to score a try. And, I mean, I can just see it happening, Anthony Don, to score a try in his farewell game. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think the boys will be trying hard to get him a try as well. So, um, especially if they're up, they'll, uh, they'll want to get him a try in his last game. Um, I think there could be better options out there. But if you're in a deep league, uh, I don't hate it. He's got me out of a jam every now and again. But he also has the ability to really go low. But in his last game, you're right. You, you think he's going to get a try. And I mean, I, I think the fact that we are having this conversation about him shows that there really isn't that many options in this Titan side. Warriors, That's right. uh, not a heap. Mate, here. you still have your jersey on? <laughs> Mate, you I was, own half the Warriors in your oh, draft. Oh, I was the number one fan this year. I, yeah, I, I, I've taken just about all these guys to the grave. The one that I didn't take to the grave, who I imagine he would still be available in a couple of comps, is Rocco Berry. He's probably the only guy I'd really be looking at in this side. Yeah, you really like his talent. I, I haven't. Like, he, he looks good to me, but I haven't seen enough in his Supercoach scores to, to have confidence in him. Um, he can have some quiet games. I mean, he's, he's strung some form together, definitely in his last few games, but you really like him. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Of, and you are right. Just on Supercoach pedigree, he hasn't shown what, what, what he can yeah. do this year, but I think he's one of those guys that you could get a bit of high-end potential out of. It's just so hard to get a read on what either of these teams are going to do. Another guy that has got high-end potential, but, God, it's a punt. And a uh, Eli Katoa, he's probably available in a number of leagues as well. But Oh, God. Uh, Steve Maddo, again, yeah. 2.0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hates a pillow. Um, yeah, you, you, you really are having a, a bit of a punt here. I guess Cody Nicarima's the other one. He might be available, but... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, as I said, I don't... Can you think trust him off the bench, though? Yeah. Oh, no way. No, 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 no. No way. But, I mean, the, 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 this is the sort of situation we're in with these two sides. If you want For to sure. find someone, I think it shows sort yeah. of uh, that there's not much depth there. Let's move to the last game. But and... it could be the one, like, just, you know, if there is someone about it, could be the one that's got one of the most high-scoring games this weekend. Yeah. Like, that could, that could be anything, that game. So, I mean, if there is people available, um, look out for them. Speaking of uh, yeah. games that could be anything, the West Tigers taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. What a blockbuster to finish the regular season. Um, mate, when I have a look at this West Tigers side, probably one guy that stands out for me that oh, I've looked at him the last few weeks but just thought, ugh, I can't do it, Michael Cheekham. I mean, he just seems seems to score points. He's no stranger to a, a try here and there either. I think you it's could do worse than him. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah exactly. It's and, I, and I, he's only available at, at second row forward. And even still, his scores have got me so interested. I'm like, oh, can I? And at this dog, you, uh, you'd, think, you'd think about it, but I still couldn't. Yeah, I mean, if, if you were desperate for a last, like a fourth center wing in a deep league, I wouldn't hate it. But Would, outside would you go of... Bryce or Cheekham? Who would you go? 
Because I've got them sort of similar in my head. I'd be tossing those two out. I'd probably go Cheekam just based on matchup. Yeah. Solely based on matchup, but yeah, you're not overly confident in either. I really like this Jock yeah. Madden. Uh, I think he's a really good little footballer, but I think it's too much of a punt. And I think we've named a number of other really good five eights. And as we said at the start, yeah. that's the beauty of this. I mean, if you need a five eight, you've got Blake Taff, you've got Benji as well. I mean, there's only two of you in the, in the fucking comp left. So what a week, mate! It's gone from like like the five eight and the halfback has gone from like the like really low, um, you can't get anyone on the waiver, and now all of a sudden all these uh, options have popped up. Spoiled for choice. Shit and five eights left, right, and center. Now, it, it, <laughs> yeah. as I said, I'm very jealous. I'm not playing this week. I, I know you feel the same. Let's have a look at this yeah. Canterbury lineup. Uh, back line still unchanged. Probably. We have to. Uh, Ockenbaugh's <laughs> a guy that potentially he could be there that you could look at, but I just I don't know. <sighs> it's so hard to trust this team, isn't it? And uh, Ockenball with the feet the hand shows up, or Ockenball that can do anything shows up. So, and we're getting more feet the hands lately. I feel like um, I just don't, I can't trust. Like as looking at this lineup, Meany, as much as it pains me to say, Meany's probably the one person I potentially look at just because he sees so much more. The other one that I'm looking at here is Corey Waddell. I know we're both sort of a bit of fan of how much work he get through. And looking at his, his bench, he's, he's probably he seems to either play eighty minutes on the edge or completely disappear off the face of the earth of the bulldog side. Yeah, and I I guess the other thing that stands out for me is that Jersey twenty one. You have got Jake Averillo. Uh, I mean, if he yeah. comes in, that could be a bit of a punt. There's the other guy in Jersey twenty two, Watson Halita, who he's been named here every week, and I'm confident when he gets into first grade, he's going to absolutely brain it. He's like a little what is he? Utah. I don't know much. Is he a forward? Or what nah, is he? mate, he looks like a forward, but he's a winger. He's like Matt Utah reincarnated. Oh, nice. So super coach wise, <laughs> he will be unreal. But he's been there every week, and he, he he's always the first guy to get cut. So I'm sort of wondering if he's one of these guys that isn't actually in the squad. Maybe he's, maybe he's just a name that they put there. But um, Is it Greg Marzu again? It might be. It quite possibly could be the old cocktease king. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I think Jake Avarillo has to be one that if he comes in, you could consider him. You, you probably don't want to take him as an AE because he's the last game. But I think he could do worse, especially you would assume if he comes in, he'll goal kick straight away. I mean, they looked good. Uh, like they were pretty decent against Manly. As much as the dogs can look good, they they didn't look horrible. Um, oh, I just I just prefer a lot of other options um, outside of it. Yeah, it's a sad. I can't believe this is the way we're going to cap off the the week. Yeah, it's a grim. You got um, the uh, Mad Monday Cup here between these two. <laughs> At least they're going to throw the ball around. Um, mate, what? Yeah, how about yeah. this one? If uh, if James Roberts finds his way into this West Tigers team, do you look at him? Uh, what well, he's a right, he's right side, isn't he? Patricially? Yeah, normally. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably not. Nah. Probably not. I, I just haven't seen enough of how Jock uses his um his backs. Um, so I'm not sure. You see, you you have you got big racks on him. So, um, uh, but I probably couldn't. Uh, he's the sort of guy yeah. though that if I was playing this week. I would grab him off the free agency and I would put him on my bench. He plays in the last game, so you can get rid of him if you don't need him. But if you get to that last game and you need something big and he happens to be playing, it might not be a bad punt. I mean, he only has to be in the right place two or three times to go big, but uh, it, 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 we're, we're pretty deep into the rabbit hole here. Once again, I think it just shows those Sunday games, there's not much doing. So if you want to win your grand final this week, I think you've got to do it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, ma- mainly Friday, Saturday, realistically. Yeah. Would you, would you like, just thinking about captains and vice-captains in draft, would you hold a captaincy and potentially go Luciano Leilua? 
Yeah, I don't mind the Leilua punt. It's going to be a flat yeah. track. He lives and breathes for Last a flat game. track. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... Jeez, I didn't even think about captaincies this week. You, 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 you right. want to hope you're not playing... I mean, if you've got anyone in the Manly side, you have to whack a yeah. VC on them straight away, don't you? For sure. Yeah, well, I was just thinking this is the last game and you're talking about, like, A's. You're pretty desperate if you're trying to pick anyone from these two sides, I think. But, yeah, maybe Roberts is the pick and um, Leilu is probably captain. But anyone in Manly, like you said, VC, um, captain. Um, captain more of the short things, DC, Garrick. Man, I, I wouldn't even... I would potentially even go Saab um, as a captain, as much as it pains me to say what he could do. Um, yeah, you just want a piece of that mainly in terms of VC or captain. I mean, you, you would have to assume that at least one of the guys in the grand final this week has one of the back three for the Manly Seagulls. I would assume one of them has to be in just about every grand final that's going on this weekend. If the Cowboys can pull something out of their ass and keep the Seagulls at bay, God, it makes your grand final interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why we're not there. I don't think I've had any Manly player. I uh, had Carl Lawton for a bit, who was great, but... Um, yeah, I just looked at that team every week and went, how can I get a piece of this? And just saw that everyone was snapping them up. Yeah, I'm glad I let go of Morgan Harper in round four. That was a good call by me. Some of my best Oh, did you have him, did you? Yeah, I no, hear. I did. I sure Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I got, a, I got a message from you every week about him. Yeah, you're lucky you weren't getting the Matt Burton ones. Mate, um... No, that was, <laughs> that was every day. <laughs> now, now, for people that are listening, we've had a bit of chaos during this podcast. Steve actually had a blackout in his entire yeah. building, so it's been a complete and utter shit fight getting this done. But we have got to the end, mate, and hopefully we've helped a couple of uh, lucky bastards playing in their grand final this week. We wish them all the best, as jealous as we are. And obviously, our grand finals this weekend, Wilkie uh, versus Phil. Who are you going for? I am... This is, I want Phil. Yeah. I want Phil to win. Why? Back to back. Back to um, back. Uh, I, would, I don't want to give uh, Wilkie any credit why I want him to lose. So I just want Phil to win. Yeah, I, I think I'm cheering on Phil as well. But fuck, it's yeah, it's a lose lose, isn't it? I just it, it obviously could have been worse. We we obviously Tom Trevojevic could have been there, and that could have been a shit fight. But um, yeah, it's going to be a tough it'll one. Be a, it'll be an interesting matchup in our one because. You know, they've both got great players and they've both sort of come out of this, um, this round uh, having got not too many restings. Like, their top-tier players are gonna could, could really win it for them. And it's an interesting week because, like, both of them know their super coach, but a lot of them wouldn't know these reserve-grade guys that are coming in. So it's going to be a big test for both. As I, we've yeah. said a few times, I'm so fucking jealous I'm not playing this week. Yeah. This would have been I know we keep goal. harping on about it. And I get why, I know, I've said it why we... I get why people want the Grand Final 24, but like, oh, this would be so exciting to be a part of and just um, really, really uh, getting into the footy knowledge here. Oh, mate. And, and I mean, if you are in a Grand Final, you have to know what you're doing. You should be able to handle this. You should be looking forward to this week, handling this situation yeah. and what you can get out of it realistically. Yeah, yeah. So let's go, Phil. Um, I know the banter's been high in our group, so um, and I don't know if he wins, he'll... And we've given it to everyone, which is great. Stevie, mate, uh, thank you for joining us once again. We'll have to do some uh, off-season deep dive into our draft content. And obviously, pretty big week for you. Classic-wise, you're in the top 1,000. Uh, you know, it's 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 like the Stephen Bradbury show. It's like everyone's falling down in there. And it looks like it's going to be hard for you to drop out of the top 1,000. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers, uh, part of the SC playbook and that. Adam Jerusi, he does some great work on the stats, and it seems like so many people are short. I'm actually lucky enough to have 
a full squad and a trade up my sleeve. So I don't think I can, can drop out. And a few head-to-heads I want to win. I mean, I got hammered last week in a few head-to-heads, so I'm sort of a little bit deflated, but I'm looking forward to getting that wicked wing key ring and hopefully not doing some damage to my testicles. Mate, you said to me last night when we were training, how many trades, how many people have you got this week? And I said to you, I haven't looked. I got home and I had a look. I've got zero trades and 11 fucking players. I can't believe it. <laughs> 11 <laughs> players. Unbelievable. Jeez, jeez. And does that include some, some pretty rough players? Yeah, no, they're fucking awful. I'm going to really battle. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm coming 4,000th or something. But, jeez, it was a harsh reality when I... Just looked through my team, yeah. and there was about six green ticks. I was like, oh, this is going to suck. This is fucking awful. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, tough gig. It's a very tough gig, but I know and you're, we're both traditionally draft guys, but Classic has been a little bit more interesting this year because there is a lot more options. So, um, yeah, I, I have enjoyed it a bit. May we thank you once again for coming on, and uh, we'll have you on during the off-season talk some more draft. Mate, I'll see you um, next time we can console each other on losing and and hopefully uh, we won't make the mistake of going front way forwards in the first three rounds again living in the hurt locker <laughs> I'm staring at the ceiling regretting that still Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 